police in the morning. A zombie philosopher, a children's TV show star with a shotgun, a nihilistic hero, a brain in a plastic bucket, and a forest crawling with undead woodsmen. The Halali Motel is an ideal place all year round. Aside from the hotel staff, no living creature ever strays this way. It's the right scenery for Professor Raines' weekend course for those looking for the meaning of life, where the trainees will learn something about living, and something about surviving. From the deep forest, smelling of pine needles, decay, and blood, a clan of zombie woodsmen emerge, and their bleeding eyes, they hunt the flesh of the living, with no chance of help from the outside world, as they are caught in the most abandoned and remote place in the Krivokolot region. Our heroes must face them all alone. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, the final week of Getaway Month. You know, what better way to get away than going to a cabin in the woods to learn about the meaning of life? We ran into zombies, we ran into cannibals, we got into an abusive relationship, and well, now we're back to zombies. So, you know, you heard what the back of the DVD box had to say of the 2004 film Choking Hazard. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three. How about we start with, with the top? Let's get the good good going. Sounds start good. Start with some good vibes. So for me, number three. Dr. Reigns after he becomes a zombie. I mean, you think, oh, he became a zombie, he's just going to shuffle around. Nope. His, his pupil that hated him the whole time has to endure his lectures even after he dies. He just keeps popping up everywhere that Werner goes and keeps lecturing him on the meaning of life and philosophy. It's amazing and hilarious. He just pops up. It's like, oh yeah, it's like, you know, Jung would say would have something to say about this situation. It's amazing. And his explanation is just basically, I think therefore I am. So I'm not as I'm not brain dead. Like that that was amazing. It's, Fucking beautiful. Because being being bitten by zombies was not a way for a philosopher to die. Of course not. I mean, of course, as always, spoil, spoiler alerts, friends, but uh, number two. The scene where the porno star enters the movie and describes his um, tape to get to know him. Just his description along with the reactions of everybody at the life. It's just, it's probably the best joke of the movie. And I just... It, it comes together so well. It's put, he puts in one of his porn tapes, like, oh, yeah, it's the best anal scene I've done. You know, here's a gangbang, you know. <laughs> this is just phenomenal. It just, yeah. What a great way to introduce yourself. Between his description and people's reactions, it was just laughs the whole time. And then, number one, the tone and self-awareness of this film just make it all the more enjoyable. Like, at no point does this movie take itself seriously. And it really just adds to this movie being just a fun zombie romp that just about anybody can watch. Very good. So, number three. I actually really enjoyed the, the music in this movie. I thought it was fitting with the scenes. I thought it made just everything a lot more fun. I mean, I couldn't understand the lyrics, so... Fell, uh, you didn't have to. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it spoke to, in a, the language of music, which is universal or something. I don't know, Jung would say something about that, probably. Number two. So, I thought the characters were pretty good for the most part. They all had their own peculiarities, but none of them were over-the-top enough where they became annoying. They 
weren't exactly the most memorable group, but kind of didn't have to be. The, the movie was more about, you know, random shit happening, and they kind of fit that bill pretty well. And number one, this movie is just completely nonsensical and random in the best possible ways. It doesn't even attempt to make any sense, and it's just all the better for it. Well, now that the good is out there, let's, you know, take a look at the bad. What, what are our bottom three? For me, number three, Dr. Reigns when he's alive is just boring. Like, I felt like I was in one of those lectures at college where I just wanted to go to sleep because he just kept talking and nothing was coming out of his mouth. Yeah, but I felt like him being that way just made him as a zombie just all the all better. The better. <laughs> number two, so... There's a scene where the zombies dance because they're being electrocuted. And it just seems to go on for too long. The movie paces decently most of the time, but it's just the one scene for me that just dragged way too long. You got flashing lights, music, the the girl character is dancing on the bar, and you just got zombies waving their hands and stuff. It's, eh. Could have been, like... 30 seconds less. It wasn't too bad, but, like, a little too long. And then number one. So, uh, at the beginning of the movie, there's this woman who's apparently a children's TV show star um, because she has a shotgun. That, uh... Makes sense. She tastes part of a zombie's innards at the beginning of the movie and then shows up at the end of the movie to, you know, rescue the those left alive but she's not a zombie but she tasted zombie innards so shouldn't she be like infected i feel like that's the thing with zombie movies in general like you'll get you'll get infected immediately if you get bitten but other means of like contamination that should infect you don't so uh, i mean of, of course you know looking for loopholes in a movie like choking hazard is 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 pointless in and of itself yeah, so number three, like, talking about that woman who, um, Corey was just mentioning, the one at the beginning of the film, and she just kind of, she's in the beginning scene, she, like, bashes the zombie's head in with a rock, and, like, blasts him with a shotgun, and she's gone until the very end of the scene. Why? I mean, I, it feels weird asking that, but even for this kind of movie, it just seemed very off-topic, well, random, like... Especially with, like, the description that you get of her on the back of the box, like, a children's TV show star. Like, I feel like there's a background story for her that just was never told to us. Like, it, it's like playing a Nintendo game. If you didn't read the instruction manual, you don't know what the story of the game is. Just play as Simon walking around a, ca a castle killing bats. <laughs> Number two. So... Like you said, like some of the scenes went on a little too long. You mentioned the scene, the dancing zombies, which was definitely funny, but I definitely felt like that went on a little bit too long. Um, some of the scenes of them just bashing zombies' heads in or zombies eating people thought went on a little too long as well, but overall I thought they did a really good job at pacing things, but I thought the scenes where they didn't do that as great of, as great of a job kind of stood out a bit. And number one. There's a lot of random shit in this movie, and like I said, it doesn't even try to make sense most of the time. And I imagine if you're the type of person that's just not into that kind of humor, you wouldn't like that. I happen to be one of those people that, that appreciates it, but 
I also recognize that it's not for everybody. I imagine this movie getting really frustrating to people who, like, need things to make sense. One of the things we surprisingly didn't mention was dialogue, which I really enjoyed in this movie. Oh, yeah, plenty of good dialogue. I mean, I at least enjoyed, enjoyed the subtitles that told me what they were saying. Oh, yeah, this movie was, um, can't, it's a, a Czech movie, uh, yeah. Czech Republic. So, since we don't speak Czech, our quotes will be coming directly from the subtitles for, you know, a good old-fashioned edition of Quote Wars! Quote Wars. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. Paul, I'll let you get started. All right. We aren't going to run around and scream like in a B-movie. Reason and instinct must be in balance. I've read the Bible. It's even more boring than Mein Kampf. It gives me tingles. I'm either a Nazi or a philosopher. Let's fuck you, porno Jehovist. Close the door, you man-eating, drunk, sex-starved, erotomaniac. This discussion is scheduled for Sunday. (laughs) That ends this episode edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie, or anything else you'd like to tell us about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 1 out of 10. I also gave it a 1 out of 10. If you ever wanted to know the meaning of life, this movie will try to get you there. You'll just have to take a journey through zombie woodsman-infested forests and spend the weekend with a blind vegan doctor and a cast of misfits. Will you learn? I don't know. But you may enjoy copious amounts of blood and jokes with just a dash of nudity. Feast your eyes, but be careful not to choke. Choking Hazard is an unorthodox mix of philosophy, zombies, and slapstick comedy, which somehow, despite all logic and reasoning, melds together to one of the best zombie movies I've ever seen. It's basically what what would have happened if Shaun of the Dead was written by a retired philosophy professor on meth. It's bizarre, random, nonsensical, and extremely entertaining. And who knows, somewhere within it may be the answer to life. Obviously, we both enjoyed that movie, but whether you want to, you know, make it more fun or forget about it altogether, there's always ways to drink away this flick, drink away this flick, so come on and grab your drink, let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone mentions a discussion happening on Sunday, take a drink. Number two, every time someone has a drink, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone is talking about sex... Take a drink. Number four, anytime a zombie on screen is wearing a hat, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's getaway month, whenever they talk about getting away or being on a trip, take a drink. Every time someone t- someone says, the maid's not going to be happy with that, take a drink. Every time the doctor quotes a philosopher, take a drink. Every time someone is on camera within the film, take a drink. And every time someone has a head injury, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the slick. If you have any other thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment either iTunes or SoundCloud. You, you can also email us at bmoviebrosgmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros. And my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are provided below. We've come to the end of Getaway Month. We got away a lot. You know, oh, yeah. four different times, four different movies. It's an entertaining so, uh, time getting away from um, the, the quarantine. So, let's rank the movies that we've seen. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Cannibal Camp Out. I would not recommend camping with cannibals. 
It's not a, not a good time. Gonna have a bad time. Number three, Devil's Pond. Although a really good movie, I I don't recommend honeymooning with an abusive spouse. It's in the it's, middle of a lake. You know, it's a it's a, it's a good plot, but you're afraid uh, of, of of swimming. Not uh, not an everyday thing to to experience. Number two, and and this was really hard for me, but it all came down. To like one scene against the other, and it had to be dancing zombies versus dancing zombies. And in the number two spot, I had to put choking hazard because the zombies weren't dancing voluntarily; they were being electrocuted into the dance, and they just—they didn't seem to have their heart and and soullessness into it. And uh, you know, all around, it was a fun movie, but Dead and Breakfast had to win out. It just—it it had the better zombie song and dance. And I had to use less brain power because I didn't have to read subtitles. Yeah, number four, I had Cannibal Camp Out. Number three, I had Devil's Pond. So, yeah, Terry, yeah, abusive relationship, middle of the lake. It's entertaining, uh, kind of hard to watch at times, but well made. And, you know, using that very limited setting and, like, basically two characters, I thought they did really well with it. However, it came down to this, the two zombie movies of this month, and yeah, it came down to um, whether or not zombies at a bed and breakfast or zombies at a hotel, and well, ultimately I had to go with the more classy hotel, so number two, I had Dead and Breakfast. Still a good movie, I enjoyed it, a lot of funny scenes, a great unusual plot, um, but number one, Choking Hazard, it was such a surprising hit. Like, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Like, there was a lot of creativity with it and a mix of things I didn't think would mix well and it's got a very dry humor I really like. It reminded me of Shaun of the Dead one of my favorite films. So, yeah, I had to go with Choking Hazard. Just, um, yeah, such a, a such an amazing surprise that that movie came out. It was as well was as good as it was. Well, the end of one month means the beginning of another. And next month is July, which happens to be my birthday month, so I got... Happy early birthday, Corey. I got to pick, you know, the theme, what I wanted to do. And since a place we, we like to go to that has a, a VHS fest every year isn't doing a VHS fest in my birthday month this year, I said, fuck it, we're just going to do a VHS month. So every movie we're watching next month, I personally own on VHS. And we're going to start out with one of, you know, a, a local movie if you know where we're from. And, uh, you know, it's gonna be Bloodsucking Pharaohs in Pittsburgh from 1991. We're VHS Fest now. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah, we... <laughs>